0: I was only posing for a picture with a 30-year-old man wearing a Marty McFly down vest and holding up a model DeLorean because my wife had cancer. Oh, she's fine now, thank God, and I'm glad she is, although her gritty survival after five surgeries and a couple of years of chemo and radiation destroyed my opportunity to write and perform a good one-man show about it. Those kind of cable TV specials that end with a tiny spotlight and some cello music not a peppy but she's fine now with a colorful balloon drop and dancing to the song tequila well i wasn't dancing to tequila on the way to the chiller theater convention in new jersey though funny thing about unemployment and medical bills that look more like the hospital's phone number it'll make you do things you swore you'd never do like going to new jersey to sign 20 year old photos of yourself for money and give noogies to a long line of fake Marty McFly's. Hello? McFly? Anybody home? Uh, No, not really. After paying close attention to what happens in the life of a low-level celebrity in America for a long time now, since uh, I am one, it seems that there are two clear paths that have been worn smooth by the feet of the sort of famous that have gone before me. Either path is easy to illustrate with millions of hours of videotape and dented equipment at morning radio stations damaged by an angry actor asked about his least favorite episode of his iconic TV show one too many times. "'I said I don't want to talk about it,' the former actor says to the sneering morning zoo radio host. Why not, dude? That's why you're here, the morning DJ says, adjusting the backwards baseball cap that covers his receding hairline so the new owners of the station keep thinking he's 27. The rock-hard truth then hits the pop-cultural iconette, the truth that he's known for years. He's not a real person to anyone he meets. He's a half-man, half-pixelized cultural ghost to be marginalized, ridiculed, and set aside for no other reason than having the audacity to be too memorable. Soon after that realization, he snaps hard at the tired radio hack, turning his life into a bitter carnival, looking at the ground to avoid eye contact and recognition. Ah, I'm more than that, his hate-filled tirades never dare to whisper, as he climbs Mount Self-Hatred to plant another flag of defeat at the summit. Don't approach that guy at the mall because he's not going to sign your hat or anything. Now, the other celebrity path leads a different way. Smiling a lot in restaurants, asking for the manager, and hoping to get recognized for a celebrity discount, and going to science fiction conventions to make a living. Since the first path leads to deep unhappiness and plenty of instances of the suicides of people I know, that wasn't an option. Well, I wasn't crazy about the second option either, but when circumstances turned from just plain broke to surgeries at a hospital kind of broke, which is, as many people know, a different kind of broke, and things were really bad, I began to listen to the voices of showbiz acquaintances who told me, dude, you should go to one of those conventions, man. I rolled my eyes as hard as I could to uh, to impress them with high artistry and boredom with such lowbrow interests as celebrity and money. You'd make a fortune. I hear they make like 20 grand a week. I made a few more phone calls to other people who didn't know what they were talking about either, and they said, yeah, bro, they pay your way, and you just sit there. It's like raining money, you know? Who do you know that's done this? I asked. Uh, Some guy from Deep Space Nine. What is that? You see? You don't even have to be famous. Bring a suitcase for all that cash. (laughs) They don't call them science fiction conventions anymore. They call them cons. And I agreed to show up at one of the biggest cons in the country, in northern New Jersey, overlooking New York Giants Stadium. Chiller Theater is a con so big and powerful that it has its own gravitational pull, drawing every other actor from every television show and movie from every decade imaginable their performances now sparkling pop pixels shooting into american living rooms for decades have made personal appearance celebrities out of them i mean i mean us And each one marched into the New Jersey Meadowlands Entertainment Complex with a smile, a pile of 8x10 glossy photos to sell, and an empty suitcase to carry those crumpled wads of money from adoring fans with good memories.